All right. Hey. 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 What a wonderful day. And I said, hey. What a wonderful time to, <laughs> to talk about Dune. Yeah. Yeah, simply having a wonderful Dune this time. Yep. Um, man. So, uh, I... You've been um you've been wait you've been waiting. You've been sitting yes. on pins yeah. and needles. And it's it's not your fault, it's my fault, but it is your I, fault. Thank you for saying that and owning up to it. I ended up reading the five chapters like literally I just I, I read all five of them literally like an hour after we got off of uh of FaceTime for the last I know podcast recording session. So um t- tonight for this episode you're going to be reminding me i my mind is at a, to- a total blank right now for a- everything that happened so wow you're gonna great. Be, you're gonna be walking <laughs> me through this that's okay because as always you'll immediately remember things as we yes. talk about that yes. and we'll, we'll just go through it chapter by chapter you know the drill indeed um so you you must have been feeling ravenous though you must have been i mean like you are itching to finish this book yeah very much so i it's it's like I don't know when I get to to crunch time with the book, I just it it's like it, it's it's a painful thing to stop to have to have to stop reading it. Yeah, I I really have a uh, a very strong urge to just keep going. Um, so it's it is difficult for me uh, to maintain this pace. Well, uh, hey, I I get that that is. Tough for you. I appreciate that you are sticking to the sketch, as I like to say. You're a yeah, sketch sticker. I am. I am. Um. Okay. So sure. I think it's time for the theme song, don't you? Oh, I forgot about that. Do you want to do that? Are you sure? A one and a two and a one, two, three, four. I can't do this all on my own. You got to sing with me. <laughs> what? What's, I just thought you could handle this one. No, we, we, we both sing you together. You, you know this is a sticking point for me. Yeah, but we... This, is one, of, like... this is one of the, the only things I ask for with this podcast. All right. Let's go. One and a two <laughs> and a one, two, three, four. I can't, I can't do this, do this all, all on my, my own. own. No, no, I know I'm the Quasats Hatterack. Quasats Hatterack. All right, you got through most of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did, did, no, did you have an no, audience tonight? Had an it audience for your for your performance. No, it was it was good actually. I thought it was a very good performance. <laughs> yeah, yep. That maybe I, th- I feel like when somebody walked in, you just you pretend, no. were pretending you were coughing. No, nope. Okay, it's not what happened. Just checking. That might that might seem like what happened. That it, it, that, um, that, that is what it seems like to me. But uh, no such luck. Okay. Just uh, had something caught in my throat. Hmm. All right. Um. All right, man. So, you 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 ready to just jump in? Yeah, let's dive in. Okay, so set that frog free. 
What does that mean? Set the frog in your throat free. You're gonna be doing a what lot. Does that of, mean? You're, gonna what does that doing, mean? you're gonna be doing a lot of talking, buddy. You know what that means. <laughs> Set the frog free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, man. Let him go. Let him hop away. Searching for the worm in the desert. Yes. Um. All right. So essentially, last last we left, Leto escaped. Yes, he did. From Jackaroo Two. Mm. And uh, he has to weather out this storm. Um. Where we're where we're starting at this section. Aaliyah is talking to Duncan. Yes. And Aaliyah is like, wait a minute. You're trying to tell me my mom, Jessica, is training Faradin from House Carino? Say what? And uh, Duncan's like, yep, that's exactly what's happening. And Aaliyah is upset. Yes. Duncan is um, kind of sticking to his his mentat computations when he's talking with her because he feels like otherwise he's going to become uh, too emotional. Yeah, he's trying to keep his feelings Um, out out of it. And essentially, Aaliyah's like, okay, I think we're... We're done with Duncan. Duncan's going to go take the long dunk. <laughs> He's going to take yes. his final dunk uh, into that milky pool. Yes. That yes. inky pool. That inky uh, pool. Um, milky pool works, too. I like that, actually. Yeah. Um, cat milk pool. <laughs> the cat- <laughs> Probably the worst pool I can think of. Yeah, a really bad pool. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, the, uh, really the thing here is Aaliyah thinks she's being like clever and sneaky and she's like, Oh, Duncan, I got to send you to Syach Tabir. That's where Ganima is. Um, Irland, that's neutral territory. I need you to, like, check on that, right? I need somebody there that I can trust. Yeah, but really her plan is to to have Duncan take the dunk. Yeah, she wants to kill the dang She wants to kill him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, he senses that something's not right, and so when he's on the the ornithopter platform there's just like some some guard there it feels like it's like their just, first yeah, day yeah i know i know they, they, they do absolutely nothing they just like stare <laughs> yeah, and watch right? him like... watch him steal this ornithopter you know duncan's just like hey i'm going to i this. know that i was asked to wait but i'm just going to take off um so see you later yeah <laughs> And the guard's like, do I... Yeah, she has no idea what to do. Do I say something? You know? Like, I know that this isn't what Aaliyah wants, but also, like, what reason could I possibly have for stopping the second-in-command right yeah. now, you know? Um, so she she kind of just, like, watches him leave, and, uh, you know, who knows? You know, maybe she takes the, the dunk instead, you know? Aaliyah might behead her. 
Yeah. Um, and then he realizes, oh, that's I did the computation, whatever. She was going to kill me. And yep. he cries. He does. Yes, he does cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he sheds a tear, uh, a probably very rare thing for Mentat to uh, to do. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is it for him and his lady love. Yep. Yeah, that's this is finality. The final finality. This time it's, it's really like so, final. It's so final this time. It's been final for like 150 pages now. Yeah. But, yeah. Um you know, whatever. We'll I'm sure they're going to meet back up again too. Nothing um, is ever final though. We both know no. that. No, uh, hashtag no one's ever really gone. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, That's just how the world works. So. <sighs> Sorry, just like it. It makes, me, makes me think about Star Wars. Well, what in doesn't a, make in you a think bad of, way. What doesn't make you think of Star Wars? You're right. I really, I can't stop. Um. What you don't like? Uh, you don't like Force Luke, Force Ghost Luke. You know, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I want to talk about Dune. Children. You don't want to talk about the Last Jedi. No. Okay. I mean, I would, but then <laughs> I know you would. The, the podcast is going to be three hours long yeah. instead of an hour and a half. Yeah. So, um, any any thoughts on this chapter? Having it it laid all out, jogging your memory of anything, anything you want to talk about? <sighs> um. No, I, I, I think it is just sad. Um, I mean, just in another testament as to uh, Duncan being able to do what he's got to do, even even if it's tough. Um, he's had to do a lot of tough things recently, you know, with with uh, uh, resigning from House Trades too. He's mm-hmm. he he, he uh, bears a heavy burden upon his shoulders. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. He's he's going through a lot. Yeah, right now. Um, you know, he just wants to spend time with his lady love, but he he recognizes that there's a no gross longer... old pedophile in in <laughs> yeah, her instead yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't want to hang out with. Yeah, that's the only logical conclusion that he could come to. And, uh, you know, he's spot on. Sad. It is. Okay. So, the next chapter. This is where it gets... The the Leto shit in this section is pretty interesting. This is where we're probably going to be focusing most of our uh, Dune discussion today. The second chapter is... Is Leto? It shows him just outside of Jackaroo Two, just outside of the Syach. Um, he's wondering what to do, and he's he he seems to be making his decisions based off of his vision, in kind of an opposite, working backwards sort of thing from his father. So instead yeah. of seeing the vision and following it. He's he's deliberately cutting the threads of the future as he as he 
he says it or as he thinks of it. it uh-huh. seems. And so he's, he's like part avoiding certain things he's seen and part going towards others. He kind of mentions like he can't just run in the complete opposite direction, but like he's somewhere in between, you know? Mm. And I, I think, I think he mentioned something like, um, if he cuts enough threads, future threads that he'll just be left with the golden path. I think it's kind yes, of yeah, where yep. he's at. That's exactly what he, but yeah, he's, he's uh, dropping, trying to drop all the threads that would lead him elsewhere. Right. Or cut all the threads. Yeah. Um, so he decides he has to go south and he sees this storm in the way. Um, and he uh, is able to dig the the tent under the sand, under the dunes, and he um, he's able to enter this trance. The last line is, with this commitment, Leto's awareness slipped into the web of that inky pool. Yes, I took a picture of that, actually. <laughs> it actually says of Timeless Dow, sorry, but it. I'm just trying to... No, 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 um... Bring it all back. I, uh... Maybe I misremember. Yeah, I guess that didn't actually happen in the book. You just tricked me. Yeah, it's really what you thought? You weren't just playing along? For half a second, because I I take pictures of things, and I'm like, I I know there was something that I thought about uh, related to Doctor Who that I took a picture of. Yeah, well, I, I feel like the way... There's a couple times that, like, Leto's thinking about time and space and like i mean i I don't remember it specifically but it does feel like there's certain descriptions that feel like very moffity yeah 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 i Um, mean i i i I was thinking um last i think probably while i was reading these five chapters that um like it's obvious to me that he he definitely has gotten some inspiration from from herb yep yeah, I mean, seems like uh, every every sci-fi series is just digging in the sand. Yeah, yeah. You know, Star Wars, uh, more like Dune Wars. I mean, Star Wars is the most. I feel like it's kind of like kind of pisses me off too. How much how yeah. much Star Wars took from Dune and how big it got. Yeah. Whereas Dune is like, we it's just now in 2020, like trying to become a, a, a popular franchise after failing. Like it's just like just not really fair. Well, I, I think um, Frank Herbert was was happy with the level of acclaim and notoriety that you don't know. That, that. I mean, he he. Well, I mean, I, I don't, but I mean, it's not like he he died uh, some some penniless <laughs> pauper. You know, I mean, he's. He had plenty of recognition in his own lifetime that I, I yeah. think anyone would be, uh, you know, satisfied and pleased with as an author. He he got more than most. So also a a, a big, um, like a big win for him is not living around long enough for, uh, you know, prequels of his series to be made. Right. 
And and I mean, yeah. I don't think he would ever write the pre- like write the prequels himself, anyways. But like George Lucas did. Yeah, well, he would. Uh, he could pass that off to his son. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the the best thing really is thank God um, Disney hasn't bought Dune yet. You know. I know. I know. That's. If we can hang on to that thread, then um, I I think things will be okay. Uh, but I mean, like a Dune show, like Mandalorian, though, would be cool. It would be. Yeah, I mean, to have that that budget and that power behind it. Um, just not uh, a. Um, just not a. a um, Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Are you just going to chew nuts into the microphone this yeah. whole time? Like, uh-huh. I just hear you chowing down. And just, I'm like, feeling nutty tonight. Fucking slurping down these nuts. I'm feeling like, nutty are you tonight. kidding me? Like, no, right, I'm, into the, right into the microphone? There have been, um, mm, really, I mean, um, there have been some studies actually recently that, uh, um, people do really enjoy the sounds of, of, um, food being eaten on podcasts. Today, what the fuck study? A, what the fuck a, study is that? I feel like most people, if you were to take yeah. like a poll, if you were to poll people, I think most people would say no. It's an ASMR I, thing. I think it's gross. And I, I'm sitting, I don't like it. I, I don't like hearing people chew in real life. And I'm, I get self-conscious about my own chewing sometimes because I know people can hear me. Everyone chews by Go over, go over yourself. I, yeah, I, I get, yeah, I get, get it. But it's just one of those. I mean, it's it's uncomfortable. You know, it sounds like uh, just like this warm. It sounds like you're right next to my ear. Like, you know, I have my headphones on, and it sounds like you're just chewing nuts right next to my ear. Hmm. Yeah, okay, that's nothing to say. That's fine. That's fine. But I, you know, we should acknowledge that. Um. All right, where the fuck are we? Um, I don't know. There's nothing else I want to say about that chapter. Anything for you? You good? Um, the the Lego thing. Sorry, I got to chew away from the mic now, so just give me one second. You don't. You don't have to. You don't. You do whatever you want. No, I know. I have to. I, I have to. I'm bothering you. That's like, uh, do you remember the chocolate rain? Huh? Do you, do you remember chocolate rain? Mm-hmm. By Tayson Day? Yeah. Well, I, in the video... He turns I mean, his head away from the mic to uh, take yeah, a breath. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he would he would move his head away and caption it, and, he, and it would be like, I move away from the mic to breathe. But you're like, I move away from the mic to chew nuts. Like, that's your thing. Yeah. No, the only thing is, is I'm, I'm, I'm looking now at what, I, at the thing that I did take a picture of. Yeah. And it was, um, and I don't even know. I, I think this might be from the week before, actually. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This is from like the week before, but I, I took a picture of a, uh, uh, Lido telling Sabiha that she makes good coffee. Oh yeah, that that was from the previous week. That was an important one. I thought you were gonna bring up the adult beef swelling again. <laughs> like you forgot. We oh no, about no, 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 no! Yeah. I, I, I have not forgotten that. I've not forgotten that much. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But that was a thing. Yes, it sure was. It sure was. Um. Okay, so we we can uh, move on to the third chapter. Yeah. Geez, we're we're really 
we're we're uh rocking and rolling. Twenty minutes yeah, in, three chapters. I, well, I mean these um these first couple of chapters, it just it doesn't feel. I don't know. I'm sure if if people were listening and and cared, they'd be like, "What do you mean? You're forgetting about all this stuff?" But like, I don't feel like there's that much to uh, discuss or break down. When here, did you, you know? finish reading this? Um, I read the last two chapters, uh, you know, m- minutes before we start stopped. Wow. Okay. Started talking. That's why I was like, "Oh, I need I need until like four fifty. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> But essentially how I did it, I I read uh, like two chapters, two or three chapters yesterday, and then two chapters like on uh, Thursday. But yeah, I mean, I pretty much read it all recently. You know, we we did it at opposite ends of the, the week. You did it right at the beginning, and I did it right at the end. So yeah, but I, I've been a busy guy. Sure, sure. I I have a lot of holiday stuff to figure out. Yeah, of um, course, of course. Job of course. things to figure out. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, I I I can't just um, you know, be just d- d- devoting all my time and a laser focus to Dune. I mean, I I have my yeah. own life, and I know that that's no, um, true. You know, you you'd been off. You know, when you start, when you read this in one day, you've been off, so you probably just wanted to, to devour this book. Yeah. Just like you're devouring these nuts. You yeah. Know? You mm-hmm. you want to just inhale the nut book into your mouth, and I I get that. Um, so so yeah, but I mean, this is, we 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 go at the pace of the desert. You know. You feel yeah. me? That, so, sure, that's an old sure. that's an old Fremen saying. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. What? What? What, what were we? Uh... Oh, right. I was saying. Yeah, I don't feel like there. There's really a lot for me to talk about in the first two chapters. Like it's yeah. just like the stuff that happens. I feel like. Happens, I feel yeah. like if I or if I remembered more, I would. I'd be talking about more of it, but I. I don't. It's everything you say to me. I remember, but other than that, it's. It's all. It's gone. Wow. Yeah. So and, I, and when it's I pick a the, weird it's a weird way to be. When I pick the book back up and I'm reading it, I'll be reminded of everything that happened previously, but it won't be right yeah. away. It, it won't happen. It doesn't happen right away. Did you like I don't know, um get like a concussion when you were a kid that like was never treated or something? Like uh some kind of a head injury that uh Um, I do I, I've got theories of uh of that there there's a few different specific incidents I can pinpoint to where where I might have gotten concussed and um not done anything about it. Yeah. But I do feel like my mem- my memory was shot before then too. So it might just be a like a a me thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean my my memory's not great. I you know, I have a pretty bad memory. Um but it, it just feels like you read and then like when you shut the book there's like a void. I mean like to go back to Doctor Who, it's like you're you're staring at the uh you know, Slender Man aliens and then like when you, you turn away you like forget that they yeah. exist because you're yeah. not looking at it anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What were they called? The silence. The silence. But you know what I'm because they wear like suits, right? Yes. Yeah. 
So it feels a little like that, right? Yeah, yeah, they they are Slenderman like. Yeah. I mean, that's I think Doctor Who is the one exception to my brain disease. Yeah. Um I mean, it's it feels like even less of an exception. It's more like you're like a Doctor Who savant, you know, yeah. like how some people can tell you like what the weather it what 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 weather it was on like any given day for like the last 20 years like yeah i you could just like tell me the title name of like any any episode who directed it what happens who who guest stars you know yeah i mean for weird really weird shit episodes i probably could yeah yeah so uh i don't know man i don't you know Get a life, you know. I don't know. I think. I mean, I wouldn't want to be as busy as you are. Sounds kind of <laughs> miserable. It's, yeah. Too it's busy agony. to to sit down and read five really short chapters. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, this is the this is the pace we've set for ourselves. It's the pace. It of is. The desert, yeah. You know. And yeah. You have to totally true. It. We're not late. You no. Oh no, we're doing fine. We're we're doing fine. You you know you can accept something with also being critical of it. <laughs> I think that's an important distinction. To make. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. you can. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, clearly, um, you're not you're not going to remember anything about <laughs> these, these these chapters, and uh, I don't know. Maybe it's you kind can, of a, a you can slide some more Doctor Who quotes in there and make me believe yeah. that they were actually <laughs> in the book. Yeah, it's uh. Uh, Al Alonzi Alonzo. <laughs> Remember, Lido Lido named his worm. Yes, Alonzo. I do. Yeah, I took a picture uh, of that one too. Actually, yeah. So it was like that. Was, that was yeah. weird. You know? Uh, I thought I was. I thought I was dreaming that actually, but it must be real. Yeah. Well, it, you got it. Um. Okay. Chapter that's, three. That's where uh, Russell T Davies got that from. Now, yep. now I know. Yep. Yep. You, my boy, Russell. Alright. Chapter three is just it this is the shortest chapter. It's not even two pages. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Jessica Um Uh <laughs> oh <my laughs> this, God. Chapter, this chapter's so short was Okay, Faradin has uh, like a Jessica, uh... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up, okay? You don't even... I can tell you anything. I, I know, I'll believe is, it. This, Jessica finally seduces Faraday after all. <laughs> Ugh, weird and gross. Steamy. And no. Uh, <laughs> did you say seamy? I said steamy. Okay. Seamy is not even a word. <laughs> it's not, but it feels like it's like... Like semeny? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know, man. Fer- Ferreted has a graduation ceremony. This was fast, huh? This happened fast. Yeah, it was fast and seamy. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. I know of no other way. I think that is the Fremen way. (sighs) 
that's the what, true pace. What are we? Of, of what are we desert. doing? What, what are we doing? <laughs> this is this is easily the worst episode we've done. Uh, yeah. This is dog shit. It's yeah. Bad. I mean, come on. What are you? What are you doing? You're supposed to be my fucking. It's really bad. Not just me. Okay. No, I mean you're right. It's uh, it's rough. It's a little rough. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think it goes to show, you know, um, you know, we're we're a team. You know, I'm kind of relying on you to to know we, to know shit too. You don't even. It's like you haven't even read. You know, that's you're what showing it feel, up to that's what it feels the, like. The, like the book report. And that's you what it feels read. like. You're standing in front of the class, and I'm just like feeding you notes, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, hey, I I I I I I ain't no uh symbol of of perfection to hold up here but you know come on it's a it's a team effort you gotta pull your weight that's that's the fremen fucking way you gotta yeah i know and i mean just think of how how much smoother would have gone if if we did this on like friday or like thursday like it just like would have been oh my goodness just it just so much better you know yeah yeah, it's funny too because because you did have a Jesus snow day. Christ. You did have a snow day oh, where yes, you could you could have read it. You could have actually read it all, and uh, we could. It just I'm just like thinking now, like it would have been so yeah. a much uh, better episode. Funny that you remember that, but not just like anything about, just like anything about what you it, actually it just, read. It just like maybe book. it just like maybe um you know you'll think about that next time you decide to like take your you know take your time i'm not no it's like it might it might just like you might just like weigh weigh your options a little bit, a little bit more you know <sighs> okay so Faridin has like a graduation ceremony yeah. jessica tells him some stuff that was fast it's, huh some some bene gesserit stuff yeah he uh he's full he just knows all bene gesserit shit yeah i don't know how long it's been uh months yeah i think months i, I, I mean months for it's I I think months. They might say I don't. It doesn't matter. But but here's here's the important bit. Here's the important bit. Here here's here's something we can talk about. We can dive in. All right. Or bring it on. It. I just I think it's funny too uh, that I, I that it, this is hilarious because you said. Right before we we entered the the chapter with Leto uh, in the desert, you know, making his tent, you said, "I think this is what the, I think this is the chapter with the most meat. We're gonna we're gonna spend the most time talking." No, about this no, one. no, but it's not. It's not. I said. Okay, I said so the, you misspoke. The, I said no. Well, I said the Leto content in this section. So okay, meaning, gotcha. We're gonna get to the the the, the last two chapters, yeah. and that's really gonna be the bulk of our conversation. Oh, do you as me, as you me, say me, that? Do you remember? Do you as, remember the last two chapters, Connor? Is that familiar to you? Do you know what I as, might be referring to? As you say that now, now I uh, it's all it's all flooding back to me. Yeah, it all just came rushing back to me. Great, <laughs> great. But you did you you did say I I, I think you specific, you specifically actually um, said chapter like this is the chapter I, we're gonna I spend the most like, time talking about and then I when feel we, like, we, um, it was you like are not two and a half reliable minutes. source you are not a reliable source of um, keeping track of you know if 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 we are relying on your memory right now if you're gonna be like oh actually I think you said this I mean. <laughs> And, and and you're you're gonna be the one to hold me to scrutiny. Um, I don't think so. Well, we will let the listeners uh, figure that one out. 
All right, there. Maybe I'll edit it. Here, here's to make it to, to make to yeah, make you right. say it. Maybe, to make maybe you say you it. Will yeah. maybe you will? That'd be a that that would be a Christmas fucking miracle if you did that. So, um, oh, let me just mention. I've been saying this guy's name is Tyekinik before. I've yeah, been, I've, and and even then, I that was different from my original pronunciation. But you know how I think you say this guy's name now? Tyaconic. 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 Okay, I, I I like that better than uh, the other way. Tyaconic. Yeah, it's. I know. It's. It. I mean, no matter what, I think it's a weird name. It's not easy. It doesn't roll off the tongue, no matter. But I think Tyaconic. I've decided in my head. I think that's how you you say it. I feel like I like cracked a Da Vinci code. Yeah. Uh. uh yeah. I I I still think. Uh. I I still think in my head. Tyaconic. Yeah, well, uh, you whatever goes on in your head, you just keep doing you, buddy. You know? <laughs> I, I don't really have any choice. <laughs> um, but but here's I, I'm gonna read just the last last bit of this. As Jessica finished speaking, Tyakana came through the door on her left, moving with a false casual casualness, with the scowl on his face belied. Witch the scowl. Whatever the fuck. Anyways, my lord, he said. But it was already too late. Jessica's words and all of the preparation which had gone before had done their work. Faridin no longer was Carino. He was now Benet Gesserit. Yes, yep. So let's let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, 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 ready? you ready? I am. Um, okay, so it seems like this is the ultimate, I mean, there's more, I'm sure more steps after this, like, but, but Jessica's plan, and I guess, maybe I should have just thought about this more anyway, I don't know, it seems like really obvious now that it's happened in a way, but, um, it's, it's essentially to, uh, to indoctrinate him in the ways of the Bnei Gesserit in a way that um, makes him abandon, seemingly abandon his uh, his allegiance to his own house, his own family. Adore. Yeah, that's that's what you think, huh? <laughs> that's what you that's that's your commentary. All right, great. You know, let's, uh, I guess we can move on. I think you've said your piece. Seems to be the only thing that's going on in your brain tonight, buddy. That's all you got, huh? It's cool. I get it. Oh, Um, my God. No, I think, (laughs) uh, I do think it's, I do think it's obvious Jessica is going to use him as a, a weapon. Um... I think House Carino thinks they're using her, but it's 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 the reverse. Yeah, and I I think we've talked about that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I guess it it feels like it just laid it out so simply and and concisely. Mm. Um. You know, it was just more about um. You know, giving Faridin what he wants. But also like infiltrating his mind at the yeah. same time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's like not so much 
you know, they're, they're kind of all worried that, like, Jessica's working her witchy ways on him. And, like, she does, but not in a way that's, I don't know, like, manipulative necessarily. Because it just seems like, um, that, I don't know, I guess Faradin welcomes it at every turn. You know, we kind of talked about before, too in the last section, they have this kind of, like, silent understanding that, um, <clears throat> you know, Jessica's like, hey, I kind of, like, have this plan, right? Um, and Faridin's just like, yeah, totally. Whatever plan you got, I don't really care. I'm on board, because this B'nai Gesserit shit is, like, awesome, you know? So he's... doesn't really have a strong allegiance, um, to, uh, to the Carino name. No, 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 he, he does not. And I mean, it's kind of funny cause it's like that. I mean, that's kind of like what, uh, when Sisha and Technic were like kind of trying to do with the, with, uh, the whole Muad'Dib religion influence thing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, as far as we know, that never really took hold of him, uh, very much except for his interest in, in history. Um, but this, this Bene Jez, you know, Jesuit, uh, training has, has really seemed to enrapture him. And he, he, he seems to be diving headfirst into it. Um, really of his own accord. It doesn't even seem like just, I mean, obviously if months have passed and we, we only see glimpses, we don't really know, but it seems like it has not even been a, that, that trying of a battle for Jessica because he's kind of, <clears throat> He's just, he's very into it. Right. I think part of it is, um, you know, it seems like from his, his earlier interactions, like especially with the preacher, um, you know, he's very like evidence based and grounded in his thinking mm. and so like when it comes to the the prescient dreams and all that you know we were talking about how he kind of casually dismisses them you know he just thinks it's all bullshit um i think part of why the Bene Gesserit um teaching is so powerful for him is because like he's once he's able to age and de-age his hand using only his mind you know he gets this first bit of like actual evidence that he can yeah. see with his own eyes, you know? And he's like, Oh, so like, if this is real, then it would stand to follow that. Like everything else I've heard about the B'nai Gesserit is real too, that I can continue down this, yeah, this path and learn these things. And so like, that's very enticing for it because it kind of goes to like him being, um, just like basing everything on faith, assuming that these things are true yeah and then discovering it for himself mm -hmm. which is like a big revelation for him and then he's just like all all in completely once the hand changes you know and he's yeah like, i mean even whatever you know, at, at that point too i mean uh right after that happens right after he succeeds at the 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 hand aging trick um him and jessica do have that you know kind of uh silent understanding of of Jessica's plan, I guess. 
Yep. So he he is from that moment forward, you know, he is in on it and choose yeah, and, and does seem to choose to go along with it. Um despite maybe the wishes of his his own family. So let me ask you this, because you you use the word um you know that, that Faradin's kind of being made into a weapon by yeah. Jessica. Do you think that uh is Faradin's ultimate fate to be used and discarded brutally? I mean, is this going to end with uh Jessica using him in such a way that that leads to his demise? Or is there maybe a, a happier fate for him? What do you think at this point? Um, I don't know. I I think he dies. I think he dies. I do. I think he dies in some sort of conflict. Um, I don't think... I don't know. I, I mean, there there is some sort of a, you know, mother-son connection between Jessica and Faradin, but I don't think she would be very upset if he died. Yeah, I think um, I, I think for her, whatever, if she achieves her her goals, whatever she set set out to do with with training him, then the ends would justify the means. I think so too. I it seems to me that whatever her plot is, whatever her use for Faradin is, um, that she's kind of always known what's at stake and and what might need to happen in order for it to. To go as plans, yeah. Um, so I, I think you're right. I think pretty much if if he gets if if he goes head to head with Leto at some point, I think that's just it. I think he's toast. I don't think there's a. I don't think he he stands a, a chance in hell. I mean, he might be going head to head with Ganema. Okay, so Ganema, you know, has this plot to kill him. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there. I think she's going to be dissuaded, or maybe she even has a different thing that she's holding in that she's going to do when when she meets him. I don't know, but I don't think that. I just don't. I get the feeling that she's not going to kill him. I I do think that there. I mean, but she could. She could just kill him, and that could be it. And then all of this, all of this training could be for not. Like that could happen. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen. Um. I, I do think that it'll be like some sort of showdown or or some sort of a confrontation between him like and a his. like a Paul Fade Rousa kind of thing. Uh, yeah, 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 a little bit. Oh, yep. Um. Yeah. Except I don't even think that they're even as even keeled as 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 those two are. I think you know. No, no. I mean, Lita would destroy him. Yeah. I think easily. Easily, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Um it'd be it'd be sad. It'd be like Paul be. and Jameis instead, yeah. you know. Yeah. It'd just yeah. be yeah. like that's a good that's a good comparison just, point. Uh, yeah, man. Um But I truly don't know. I, I, I'm not in Jessica's head. Uh like I was saying, I think yeah. she even conceals thoughts from the reader. Yeah. Um I Obviously, it's it's really interesting. You know, the closer you get to the ending of these Dune books, 
you know, we, it seems now we, we understand that all these spinning plates, you know, um, not all of them are going to be addressed. Yeah. More than half of them are just going to be allowed to fall and crash on the floor, yes. you know. Yeah. And so the, the things that you think are relevant aren't always. Another and, thing um, Moffat stole from Herbert. <laughs> is that is that stealing or is that learning? <laughs> oh, maybe learning. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so I, I definitely can see pretty easily Faradin um, being being used and discarded in in one way or the other by the end of this book. Yeah. But with this one line as uh, simple as it is, um, Faradin uh, being no longer Carino and, and mm. fully becoming B'nai Gesserit. I was struck with this thought that I would love for him to carry over into God Emperor. Mm. Um, I think he'd be a really strong character to keep around, you know, to have someone who can be all these things, you know, who sometimes is, um, you know, when, when he first assumes head of the Carino family and banishes his mom, you know, it's kind of remarkable how quickly he turns from feeling like uh, this sort of aloof, artsy, nerdy kind of kid to being like, if I'm going to be head of the fucking family, then I'm going to do it right. You know, he becomes ruthless very fast. Um, and similarly, once he gains these powers, he kind of turns on a dime into the B'nai Gesserit fold. Um, and so he, he has a lot of different, uh, like interests and, and abilities that I, I think make him pretty diverse in like the things that he could be capable of. And, and, yeah. um, I don't know, even if his story is just someone who starts off being used as a pawn by, um, his mother, and then, uh, you know, kind of subverting that, gaining power, and then being used. I don't know. It could be any number of things. Like, maybe maybe he feels, maybe he sees further past the veil with his newly found powers, too. You know, maybe he understands he's being used, but he'll try and use his abilities for his own means, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But I think even if it were just as simple as, like, oh... This guy starts off in the bad family, but then he ends up being good. Like, yeah. that's enough for me, too. You know, I think either way, I think there's a lot of opportunity for him to continue. And it'd be cool if it is allowed to happen. We'll yeah, see. I mean, he could be the Aerolan of the next book. <laughs> yeah, you mean um, someone with a ton of potential, but is given like 20 pages to have one cool scene. Yes. And then you're like, oh, nice. I'm glad he stuck around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Runs in the family. I guess. So, all right. Um, I guess I've said my piece there. Anything else you want to mention? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you wouldn't remember anyways, right? So, mm, there we go. I guess you should have taken more pictures. Maybe that's what you need to do is just take more pictures. It'll stick in your mind better. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, here, here's what I'm thinking. These last two chapters... I'll just summarize them together briefly mm-hmm. and then um, 
we can just talk about it as like a whole whole thing and then go from there, all right? Sounds good. Okay. So Leto comes out of his his trance uh to survive the storm. Um emerges from the sands, hooks a worm, goes south, continues south. Um and he sees this, you know, uh, rock formation off in the distance that he's going towards. And also notices um, a sand crawler, an ornithopter, and um, he allows for the worm to leave. The ornithopter comes to his location and outsteps Miriz. Um, who we got a glimpse of very, very early on in this, in this book. Um, it's where, uh, he kills, or he has his son kill the strangers um, that that happens upon, uh, this place. Um, and... So yeah, he he meets up with Leto. It's clear that he's very wary, um, very uncertain. Uh, but Leto proves himself also, you know, very unique, obviously, and uh, kind of a, a weird person to stumble upon in the the Tanzaraft, the the open desert. Um, Mariz kind of suspects that he's. Uh, you know, something's up with him. He calls him a cursed midget. Um, <laughs> but uh, Leto, you know, uh, mentions that he, he is the, the son of Muad'Dib. Um, and there's this brief confrontation um, Mariz was going to use his Mala pistol, and Leto disarms him. Um, makes like some old Fremen pact with him, where he mm. he forces Mariz to bite his thumb and drink yes. his blood. That was strange. Um, it was, and I, I yeah, I thought it was a little weird, but I also feel like it. Uh, in terms of like an old Fremen thing, um. I think it works well enough. I think again, the really the weird thing about it is just that there's no precedent for it. And so the kind of like double edged sword sometimes with Leto's million past lives and, and shared memory is that, um, you know, he's able to call up these things that to him as a character feel natural. And, and it's like, on the one hand I get it, but I think like as a reader, it feels like it'd be better if there were some kind of, precedent for these things other than them being introduced exactly when they happen for the first time Um, yeah i i think what makes this part work even though it is it's a very strange moment and and it did make me read it again uh like go just go back and like is that did that really just happen um i think it's i think it, it works because we have already gotten so many of these um ancient fremen memories from him uh, in this book and they're not nearly as weird as this but it like kind of sets the t- the the uh the 
the idea of him being privy to a lot of stuff that we're that we are not aware of. Yeah. And of course, I mean, even without having like known about this specific Fremen ritual, we obviously have known since the first Dune book the incredible importance placed upon blood by the Fremen and, you know, so much so that it's just simply referred to as water. Yeah. That all yeah. all liquid is water. To them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just from like earlier context, like it's, it definitely seems to follow that um, someone drinking your blood kind of creates this, this pact yep. that, that part of their water is in you, you know? So I, I get that. And I think that there's still plenty of, <clears throat> Potential for Mariz to um, show that he's he's not so honorable. You know, yeah. I'm not com- really convinced that uh, this pact is going to stop him necessarily. No. Like, no, me either. Um, he feels obviously very ruthless, very willing to do things that uh, he thinks are are for the the best in terms of. Uh, their concealments mm-hmm. in Shulak. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, so quickly, anyways, that's that pretty much brings us to the end of that chapter. Um, they, they make the pact, and so Leto feels comfortable going on the ornithopter with Mariz. Um, they go to Shulak, the rock formation that, that Leto saw. Um, and they... They talk about Muad'Dib. Um, they talk a lot of of Dib. Yes, they do. Yeah, they. Uh, some things were said that I. Uh, I mean, I I know you probably have some, th- some things, thoughts on. Things are laid out pretty bare here, very matter of factly. Very matter of factly. Um, to the point where I I almost feel a little. I, I I feel like I could only hold out so much. I mean, like at this point, the way it's being discussed, it almost felt like the book was like talking down to me, like condescendingly. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like if you don't think it's Paul yet, yeah, then fuck you, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, because it it's being discussed in this chapter, and it, it feels like it's not a reveal anymore. You know, no, it yeah, it feels like everyone knows this already. Exactly. This is, yeah. There's no revelation. There's no gasp moment. It, the book does not pause in any way for you to absorb this as if it's supposed to be uh, any kind of a reveal. It's, yeah. it's simply the text. It is what is happening. Um, which in itself was kind of that reveal because I don't know. I still feel like every time it's been discussed prior, it's been with this like veil of mystery around it. And this really feels like the first time where it's, it's brought up, um, but with absolutely no, uh, you know, no uncertainty. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what I think about it right now is that like the, I mean, the big thing is really, Obviously, Miriz doesn't question, or 
he he says yeah moi did lives here <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> so um and and also that if i'm remembering correctly which mm, we'll see yeah um his son is Maud is is the preacher's helper yeah i think that's right yeah so he 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 does know should know him like relatively well for um for those reasons but uh also that Lido doesn't really question the fact that that he says Maudib lives here doesn't you know really no no in fact Lido's the one who kind of lays out the order of events as he sees it you know he he mentions um so Shulak where Lido now finds himself with Mariz is in a way really Jackaroo 2. Yeah. It's not the, you know, we were at Syed's Jackaroo 2 before, but everyone here in Shulak are the previous occupants of Jackaroo 2. So the people of Jackaroo 2 during whatever purge happened, whatever mm-hmm. thing, fled from Jackaroo 2 to Shulak. And now live within Shulak, which in and of itself is also this kind of like myth story setting that that mm-hmm. Fremen talk about. Yeah. Um. And so it's a it's a it's a myth of uh of like concealment. It's like a it's a myth concealed in a myth. Right. Exactly. Um. And. Leto also mentions like, oh, so the way that you've managed to stay hidden, you know, if anyone stumbles upon you, uh, you kill them, right? And no one's going to question it because you're out here in like the harshest, most open, vast stretch of desert on maybe all of Dune. Yeah. Um, So when Paul wanders out into the open desert at the end of Messiah. Yep. It is the people of Shulak who stumble upon him, yes. or, or vice versa. He stumbles upon them, you know, whichever. Um, and and when they realize who it is, you know, Leto says something like, oh, you, you found something more valuable than a spice well. Yeah. Or, you know, like that. It's kind of like the, the ultimate prize you have muad did you know um and so they have him live with them and presumably that's just where he's been now he's Mm -hmm. just been living in this isolated unknown myth within a myth fucking uh fremen legend sayach yes yep and that all makes sense that all adds up it's, it, it does. It it makes perfect sense that that that's how Paul found himself um, living there and how he's been alive this long. Um, uh, yeah, but and so I I'm I'm a believer that the preacher is definitely Paul, and I have been for a long time. Yes, um, but to play devil's advocate. Oh boy. People okay. love to people love to do that, so I'll yep. I'll do it. Um, I mean, it would be a really great way to like, um, 
stop from being killed to convince people that you're Maud Dib. And also, also, um, Leto knows that this guy thinks that the preacher is definitely Maud Dib. So to prevent himself from getting into any more shit, I don't think he would question it. You know, I think, I think he would play along with it. So I'm just, the, there are still little seeds of doubt that are, that are present. Uh, it's not a 100% confirmed thing yet, but, uh, it's certainly very, very close. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny. I mean, I, I like your, your points there. Cause I, I think you're right. Um, but I, I almost feel a little deflated. I feel like um, I, I I need to accept that um, the the preacher is Paul, and that's fine. But I I, I guess um, no, the walrus is Paul. So who's the Eggman? I don't think they ever say who the Eggman is. That's where Sonic came from. It it is, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. where they got the idea. Uh huh. Everyone just steals from everyone. Yeah, that's that's what art is. That's that is what art is. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Um. It. I feel like such a. Um you know, uh, is it really Paul thing has been hanging over the preacher that, um, this like non reveal was, I guess maybe for, for me, I can just say for me was surprising. Um, cause I believe it. And you know, too, that I've been like pretty, like the more evidence that kind of like goes into the, preacher paul camp i'm like yeah but i think that it's just trying to misdirect me or like or there's other explanations for this um and so it's not that there's like more information it's it's just simply the way that herbert wrote it in this fashion that's what convinces me it's just the way that it's it's discussed by the characters in a way that uh is completely uh flat and mm. just you know bare you know and and i guess that's what just makes me feel like well i guess that's it um i mean i've i i've i've flipped is all i'm saying officially um officially okay wow let it be said um i think it is I think it is. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 I think you're right. I still think, I, I, I think, I think it is Paul. Um, I never thought it was going to be a, a gotcha kind of thing. But if it is, there is still, there, there is still ground to stand on. Yeah. We'll obviously have more to talk about it when. Because what we're really waiting on is for the preacher to return yes. to Shulak. I know. Um, I know. That will be obviously the ultimate. And uh, everything test. about these chapters was was very captivating. Um, 
I mean, really all, all five chapters, which is why I read it so fast and then forgot everything. But, um, uh, just the, the whole kind of preacher kind of looming in the background, that, that is what just, it, it, it made it very, very exciting for me to, to be, to, to be hearing them talking about, about him. So, uh, matter of factly. Right. It felt like it was really building up to something. Yeah. Um, so there's something, something else (laughs) important happens in this chapter. Um, uh, Sabia. Yes. Is. Oh, she, yeah, she, she was banished. Yes. After letting Lido escape. Exactly. Is, is. She got there really fast. Well, I don't think she did. I think that Leto was in the tent for like months. Oh, you think he was in the trance for that long? Yeah, for a long time. Hmm. Yep. Weeks. Yeah, that's that is that's quite possible. You're right. Yeah. Maybe months. Yeah. So I think that is what serves as this really small, you know, relatively small time skip. But I uh yeah, I think he's been out of it for a while, actually. And that would Relatively. make sense too, with with Faradin's, uh training being completed. So there's just just kind of a little bit of a a time jump on. Yeah. Uh, understated, I guess. Yep. Yeah. To me, I I think it just it feels like a, a solid three months or so. Yeah. If I had to guess. That's fair. Um. So yeah, I I think everyone probably assumes that Leto is dead. Again. Again. Um <laughs> and uh and yeah, so Sabia is is sent here. Um Lido mentions that Sabia was Namri's niece. And Miriz is um kind of amused by this. He didn't know. And clearly, there yeah. is, and Namri have some kind of a, you know, at least a, a knowledge of one another. Mm. Probably just from, a, you know, Jackaroo 2 throwing people into Shulok servitude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I kind of forget if there's like a bit more that they mention um I guess uh I don't know Lido Lido feels like he has some kind of a moment at this time I you know I I get the impression that he With being at Shulak, with finding Sabia, that um, it seems to be some kind of an affirmation that I think he's cut the right threads. Yeah, you know, he he might feel like he's on his golden path because it this chapter ends, um, with Leto giving water to the dead, and Sabia and Mariz are in awe at this, and um. Leto mentions, you know, oh, I found the footprints of my worm. You know, he's he's yeah. done something. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, right. And um, 
And and just earlier, Mariz is like, you know, you claim to be what coming here like you're going to lead us. You know, um, Leto keeps saying, uh, "Oh, dude, okay." Well, you know, Leto keeps saying, you know, the worms are going to disappear, mm. and Mariz is kind of dismisses it offhandedly like he he knows i think in his core but it also feels like you know the desert is so vast like we'll always have this part no matter what they do yeah yeah um but leto's like no 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 um and so mariz is like well you, you know you're just a child what could you know of that you could lead us you know these hardened outcast hardcore fucking <laughs> fremen um and Leto says this word. He says, Kralizek. And this, this oh, is shit. the Doctor Who shit. Okay, yeah, this is yeah. This the Doctor Who shit. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like the, it's like an ancient name for, uh, for some sort of war or something, right? Or. Yes, but even more specifically, this is what it is. Um, Kralizek? That wasn't merely war or revolution. That was the typhoon struggle. It was a word from the furthermost Fremen legends, the battle at the end of uh, the universe. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, time war? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Quite possibly. Quite possibly we get into time war territory. I mean, are we getting, uh, instead of the war doctor, do we get like the the dune doctor yeah maybe or the the uh or we get inky pool uh god emperor (laughs) yeah yeah um but i mean it's a short chapter again but it, it comes back in at the end and and uh the chapter closes as follows leto peered beyond the man referring to mariz said here in shulak they will pray for dew at the desert's edge Go, Mariz, and pray for Kralizek. I promise you it will come. Yes. Yep. Um Yeah, this this was this was crazy. Uh I mean it it it, it does really seem like at the end of this chapter Leto is 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 more sure of things than he was maybe before his his slumber. Yes, I'd say so. Um and I think part of that is like he recognizes that by escaping Jackaroo 2 by trying to survive this storm that he's taking this gamble, you know, he feels like kind of like the time nexus thing where it's like, okay, either I'll die and then that'll be it. Or if I don't die, then, you know, I must be, I must have survived all these other threats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, his continuing existence beyond the storm, beyond what he could not see or did not have visions of, I think is what, um, makes him so so self-assured yeah yeah at this point um but i this kralzek thing you know it's i guess i'm kind of left wondering is it a metaphor and leto's just playing this kind of like fremen riddle game again or or is the Kralzek being introduced as um, kind of the jihad of Children of Doom? Yeah, you know I, mean, what I mean, yeah, I, it, yeah, it absolutely could be. 
Um, it could also be like, I mean, just, just the way it's kind of stated and um, the whole implication of the end of the universe. It's like, well, is that like what God Emperor leads to and what heretics and chapter house are about, you know, like, yeah. it is like that kind of feels, it feels like it's in the far, far future. Kind yeah. of. So it's, it, it's, uh, it, it makes me think that that might be a word we hear more often. Maybe not just in this book. Right. That's, that's a good point. I mean, we, Really, the one the one thing we really do know is that there is a massive time skip eventually, right? Yes, yes, um, yes, yeah. And you know, there's always going to be like more time, right? But but if there is going to be something prophesized that the war at the end of the universe, it it does feel like um, whatever time skip that that is could be um, to get us to that point. Yeah. So perhaps yeah, maybe so. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of possibilities still, um, but from what I remember, I like these chapters. Um, obviously, I yeah. did. Obviously, I did. Yeah, right. Uh, I wouldn't have read them so Come fast. Come on. But um, yeah, the real interesting shit is Leto. Leto has has overtaken you know the preacher for my interest and um. Yeah, like really, I'm just waiting for for Leto's for for the golden path and Jessica's plan to to merge, and if he's able to cut off her thread, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my impression of these chapters is that uh, I don't know. Um, I feel like it's more more setup and moving pieces around the board than I was expecting. Um, the last couple of sections felt like it was taking these like big strides in progressing yeah. people's plans um, in, in moving the plot forward. Um, and, you know, obviously that is still a part of this, but you know, a lot of it, I think is really just catching us up to speed one last time um, before, <clears throat> before the shit really hits the fan, you know? And yeah. So it's like we check in on Aaliyah and Duncan and they have their final, final split, maybe. Um, but, I, I, you know, I feel like they, their character is already kind of like understood each other as... Um, adversaries in a way or, yeah. or you know people have lost each other so i feel like it's not it, i feel like that chapter was good but it didn't like add a lot to well, what was already happening with that. yeah i mean the and, thing the thing is 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 that now there's even no real illusion of of them rectifying things or being together like they, they're both playing pretend now yes um and then like the first leto chapter here is pretty much just him thinking shit and hiding in the desert. Yeah. And then we get the super short Faradin thing that like kind of just cements like, okay, not Carino, but Gezeret. What does that mean? You know? Yeah. And then we get, you know, four and five here, these last two that we've been talking about. And like, so, um, it's, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those, like I was left with this impression that like a lot happened and nothing happened almost, you know, and it's yeah. more of these, 
character revelations rather than like plot movement you know what yeah I mean? we're, we're kind of inching towards the finish line now and i think it's i think what will happen is what has happened in the previous two books where it's going to be slowly moving forward then like the last few chapters an insane amount of shit is going to happen and everything's going to end yeah yeah i'm wondering um i mean my thought is somehow um here one second sorry my thought is that somehow Ganema and Leto are meeting back up before this book ends, you know? Um, and with Leto and Shulok, I wonder how that is. I, I guess what I'm, what I'm wondering is, like, what is the stage for the final conflict here because in both dune and messiah they've ended with essentially bringing the whole cast back together yeah, in yeah. one room yeah, you know it's true and we get uh castle atreides in dune and then syach tabir in messiah and yeah. like is everyone going to meet at shulak somehow or are they going to leave and like i'm kind of thinking everything's going to end at the citadel yeah where leah is mm -hmm. where the preacher's always going yeah yep that could very um, well be true because otherwise you know presumably this shulak is supposed to be like this unfindable story within a story like we said it's like it's jackaroo 2 which in and of itself is a mystery yeah. is almost like the cover for this place you know yeah um so I don't see everyone like congregating here in this unfindable area in a way. I, I kind of think that we're all going to meet back up in, uh, yeah, in Paul's, I mean, now Aaliyah's uh, Citadel. Yeah, um, I mean, that can happen. So we'll see. I I, th I think kind of a, a cool thing, uh, if, if, if the final um, arena were to be, um, what's the name of the place again? Chaparu two, Shulak, Shulak, Shulak. I, I yeah. keep on thinking like Shylock. Yeah, or Sh or Dulock, or Do the yeah. Kingdom from Shrek. Yeah, that that's that's uh, yeah. I I think that I think about that all the time. It's gonna be done in ten minutes. Cool, I'll be there. You got dinner waiting. Yeah, ten minutes actually. So not yet, but close, <laughs> close enough. Uh, what are you eating tonight? Ramen. Okay, that's nice. That's but nice. but not um not like Maruchan instant no. ramen like, you know we bought these organic noodles, real and shitty, chop up all the veggies, yep. make the broth. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean this is uh, the real fucking deal. Sounds great. Uh huh. Um, Thank you. Anyways, I think having that as a final arena would be cool because that would uh, have the bonus of you know this this mythical place being discovered and everyone who lives there or you know uh does business there would kind of like throw down and it would be kind of like a big blowout with uh you know not only Aaliyah and her you know her soldiers and you know the real Atreides versus Lita like it would just be a whole fucking it would just be a uh 
uh, a brawl, you know? Yep. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and it, it's funny because like, you think about that and it's like, oh, that sounds awesome. But you know the way that Herbert would write it, it would feel completely nonsensical. Oh, no, and yeah. It would be over in a flash. Yeah. You know, it, it'd, be, yeah, it'd be the yeah. worm scene all over again. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it would not, I mean, it, it would, it would, it would just be, be very different than what we were, yeah. you know, led to believe or, or wanted to happen. Um, yeah. You know, but as I, as I, th- well, you know, as I think about it, and I, I actually am going to bring Star Wars into this quickly, and I, I'm not going to spoil anything specific, but, you know, one of the things I, I do appreciate more and more is that um, the focus of Dune's world you know, has never been on the, the violence or yeah. the, the conflict, you mm-hmm. know? And so like these cool tools of war that, um, that populate his universe, like the las guns, the stone burners, the atomics, all the shit, all the spaceships, you know, um, all these things matter and have their place. But, you know, if you're adapting, these books to film, let's say, you know, and you focus on the fight scenes, then like you've, I think lost what, um, is the appeal of Dune. And so it's absolutely, I think that's a lot of what I'm kind of left, um, lamenting when it comes to star Wars is that, um, the emotion and the, the character moments, are pushed to the background largely in favor of, you know, seeing someone swing a lightsaber and, yep, yep. you know, all the fanboys just seem in their pants, you know, like, they, do. they uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they seem pretty hard. So it, it sells, you know, and it's, and so why, why would Disney do anything else? Um, but, I, but I guess all that's to say is just given my frustrations with star Wars, m- maybe that's, a big part of why I've been drawn to Dune the way that I have been, you know, yeah. is that I, I appreciate this slower pace. Yeah. The focus on, um, you know, character dynamics and interactions, because even if there, it, it doesn't mean that Herbert doesn't have these things. There are legendary, amazing battles in his universe, sure. but his writing is never about the fetishization of the, the violence and the carnage, you know, no, it's, just, it's- it's, things that happen yeah it's it's introspective and and uh analytical and you know uh philosophical and uh you know i feel like all of the violence that is the, you know surround like surrounds these books i feel like is is it's it's never like um taken for granted you know i mean we have whole sections of 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 main characters you know lamenting over having to do these things and these things and uh lectures the beginning of of chapters you know um arguing against uh you know these these tactics and so so it's 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 a pretty well-rounded uh vision of kind of a future um society that 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 does have have this this tremendous um you know 
arsenal of potential weapons and and the 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 destruction they can cause um it it i feel like it looks at it from more from a, like a more human angle yeah yeah i definitely get the feeling that uh herbert's a pacifist huh yeah i th- i think definitely yeah yeah i think for sure i think his 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 big thing is um you know or anti-war at any rate anti-war yeah. for sure I think his big thing is is just the danger of a of a charismatic leader is is pretty much the the, the point of uh especially the first book and Dude Messiah. Yeah. But um yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh it's it goes deep. It goes very very deep into the sand. Into that inky cat milk pool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say we turned that thing around. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, it all, it all, it's full circle, man. It all connected. Yeah. It, it, it turned around, turned around. Yeah. If only you had picked up a slack a little bit more in the first half of the episode, <laughs> it would have gotten a lot smooth, but you know, it's fine. It's all good. It's okay. I mean, um, you could have refreshed your memory or, or or something before you know just flip through the chapters you said it yourself they're pretty yeah. short so if, it's true it's true if you're coming yeah, into true. it and you're like my mind is blank it's as if i have not read <laughs> i mean you could you know uh just got it right here next to me your memory next to me and i just I, I didn't pick it up once yeah yeah all right man um anything else you want to mention or uh no, or, I mean, no, I think I'm good. It's gonna what you think's going forward, or um, I think we, I think we cover that. I think it's gonna be, I think there's gonna be some, some pretty big altercations. They'll mm. leave it at that. Hey, I, 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 I really want the preacher and Leto to meet soon. Yes, yeah. I mean, for all we know, that could be the next mm. chapter. I know it's, uh, I know. it's close. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm excited to to read all five right now, and then uh, talk to you in a week. Yep, that's what's gonna happen if you read them now. So <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna you, read them right you, now. You, so. you, you make uh, your your own decisions there. Get, buddy, I'm gonna but... crack open this book right away. It's been a week since I've read it. Of course, I want to read oh it my now. God. You joking? Great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. So we'll we'll do this again next week. Huh? Yes. Yeah, so uh, if if you want to um, email us, it's dunedudespod at gmail follow us at Corrupted TV on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, as always, until next time, beware the Kralzek. Mm.